0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: We got a tremendous show lined up for you today. Just some great stuff. And of course, uh, we continue to get really cool things mm-hmm. uh, sent by
2: the greatest audience ever.
1: Ever in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. Pathead Mike Hermanette <laughs> sent us these uh, Mean Streets of Helena Look shirts. These are nice. These are cool.
2: Um, high quality. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. I survived the mean streets of Helena.
1: And all I got was this lousy t-shirt.
2: <laughs> See, look, I'm a survivor too now because I, I was just up there last week, two that's weeks ago. R- that's
1: right. You didn't survive 18 years no, no. like I did, but no, no, no. Uh,
2: you did survive, what, two days? Uh, two or three? Half hour. A Half hour? I just drove through it, you know. I mean, I did have to... Oh, I, will I thought say. you Stopped.
1: And hung out in Helena for a I while.
2: I mean, we got our picture taken in front of the Capitol. Okay. We went to Jimmy John's. Which, oh yeah. there's a
1: Jimmy Johns now, huh?
2: Yeah, right there at the Capitol. Ah, big time. And then my son and I, this is this is where I earned that that T shirt. We had to walk Pat through a parking lot. No. From a Jimmy Johns Dodging Bullets all the way. Of <laughs> course to the Safeway Yeah, yeah. grocery store. And uh that was uh I didn't Framing. wanna I didn't want to talk about it. Kind of like Jeffy with an Isle of Spice. But here we are. (laughs) It was uh, quite a... I don't like to
1: talk about it. uh, But but... that walk
2: across the Safeway parking lot in Helena, Montana was something else. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you, Mike. These are really cool shirts. Appreciate it.
1: Uh, Also, something really cool happened in New York that it's hard to believe it's real. Hmm. It's like this hoverboarder guy hoverboarding through New York uh, Times Square. Look at that. Like the Green Goblin, yeah. That's uh, it's almost like a uh, uh like a a drone, right? Uh, yeah, he's that's exactly on, what it's like. A he's large riding drone. on a really heavy duty drone. Uh, it's yeah. not exactly hoverboard like, yeah. but it's still very
2: cool. Yeah, that was, huh? I mean, that's cool, but I don't know that it's practical. Yeah, or, I don't either. I don't even either. in New York City, I mean, people be shooting at you. Knocking you down, oh,
1: throwing they, stuff. They at would, you. yeah, yeah, they would, and then you'd be in trouble. Uh, that would hurt.
2: But he's, I mean,
1: he's not super high off the ground, but probably still high enough to do some damage if somebody knocked you off of it.
2: That would be cool to experience at like a like a fair or something. You yeah, know, like you yes. pay. Now nah, I'm not paying more than I give you two bucks for a ride on that thing. That's about a it. full two dollars. Full. I mean, I'm, wow. You're right, buck fifty. that wasn't believable. <laughs> but, I mean, that may be fun to experience, <clears throat> yeah. but it's not practical, and I'm a practical guy. And we still haven't come up with the board
1: from, you know, Back to the Future. I know. That one that he rides in, was it 2015, I think?
2: No, what? 19, 2000. No, it was 2000 and... Yeah, it was
1: 2015,
2: wasn't it? 2000 it was 2015. Yeah, was it? thank
1: you. Excuse me for living, sorry, uh, guys. Uh, don't test me. Yeah. So, yeah, he just hops on that... And it just looks like a regular skateboard.
2: Yeah, that would. That's be what really, we need.
1: That's what we need, and that would be really cool. Yeah, uh, that's about as as practical as flying cars, apparently, because that's the other thing that's not going to happen.
2: And we need that sports almanac too.
1: Every time I watch a Star Trek, you know, because every once in a while I get I'll get nostalgic for the Star Trek days and and watch a couple episodes, and you know they have those pads that they give each other all the time, and it they look like iPads. Oh yeah, yeah. And they do very little. I mean they show you what the uh, uh, what jobs are going to be done for the course of the day what the schedule is. nothing like the iPads really do What's which like is the menu? everything
2: was like the menu or something on there or something I mean but it was very minimal
1: yeah. and, and sometimes they'll give you uh, <laughs> an individual one with an individual book on it you know Ooh. they'll say it's a book and you know you can have an entire library on mm. your iPad. So, I mean, in some ways, we exceeded some of the sci-fi. In other ways, it's not so much, like the hoverboard and the flying It's disappointing.
2: Guard. Yeah, a little disappointing. What's more disappointing is when you get some breaking news that, uh, oh, here comes an invention that's going to change the world, and your mind is racing to, we're going to get that, mm-hmm. and we get the Segway? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to change the way cities are designed, and then we wait, and we wait, <laughs> Uh huh. and it's... It's it's Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yeah, it did change the
1: way Mall Cops got around the mall. (laughs) It did change that for Civilization. So thank you, Dean Kamen. Mm. Appreciate it. That was really amazing. Uh, I don't even know if Dean Kamen's still alive, but uh, what an invention. Would you rather have a hoverboard or the iPad? You know, if you're going to have one of those sci-fi kind of things that's predicted and then happens or not, I think the iPad's probably more useful to us than a hoverboard would be. Although the hoverboard would be cool. He is alive. He's 70 years old. Oh, he's only 70? Hmm. Wow. Huh. Uh, All right. Quite a battle brewing uh, right now in the Senate because there's some huge bills to be decided. One of which is the... uh, Aren't they doing the voting bill this week?
2: Yeah, today they're going to try to do the... um, the for the people act for
1: the people Uh remember it's
2: always the opposite of what they say yep and
1: so it'll probably pass in the house but will it pass in the senate and the big deal is the filibuster well now the democrats are all against the filibuster of course because that could prevent it from passing in the senate (laughs) who's ever not in power hates the filibuster who's ever in power uh Or who's ever not in Mm -hmm. power loves a filibuster. It's just the opposite. We know what you mean. And if you are in power, you hate it, and you think it's unconstitutional, and you uh, forget everything you said about it before when you were in the minority.
2: And so traditionally, what, you need 60 votes in the Senate to stop debate and get onto the vote? Right. And uh, right now, it's a 50-50 split as far as Democrat and Republican, and they've got the votes uh or they, they they want to vote to make the filibuster a thing of the past and they got two democrat senators
1: kirsten cinema and joe manchin both uh are gonna side with the republicans it looks like on this if they can hold to that
2: mm-hmm.
1: and withstand the pressure they're gonna get because there's gonna be pressure brought to bear on these people like yeah. you can't believe
2: they're meeting both of them are meeting today with joe biden and i'm sure that'll be fun for them oh so you'll know what dirt they have on mansion and cinema long about mid afternoon today.
1: Yeah, uh, especially after Biden says to
2: them. <laughs> Excuse me, what, Mr. President? <laughs> um, no, no, I'm, I'm, I think the filibuster should stay in place. <laughs> what is What's this pudding talk he's doing here? What is that? Proof of puddings and eating. <laughs> <laughs> Roofers in the puddings, in the eating. I bet he gets double pudding today if he convinces them to uh, support him yeah. into the filibuster.
1: Yeah, he'll get a nice little reward, a little doggy treat. <laughs> yeah. <Thanks. laughs> There's a coalition of progressive organizations uh, that yesterday announced the launch of a one and a half million TV ad campaign targeting, of course, uh, Kirsten C- Cinema. 20 Arizona groups joined Just Democracy, a coalition of more than 40 black and brown-led organizations promoting democracy reform, in unveiling two hard-hitting ads targeting cinema. In one ad titled Words, an indigenous activist, a black community activist, and a black pastor face the camera and I'm ask,
2: th- I thought you were setting up a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was it again? So
1: there's a black community activist, a black pastor, uh, and an indigenous activist walk into a bar.
2: Oh, no. Yeah. What's in there? The filibuster? (laughs) What?
1: And uh, they ask, why is Kirsten Sinema standing by and allowing Republican leaders to threaten our rights? Okay. While footage of Sinema's recent (laughs) press conference with uh, John Cornyn plays. Oh, no. She showed up. Look at her here,
2: standing wow.
1: next to a filthy Republican.
2: Just standing next to him? Standing next to him. That seems not harsh. That's a bigger
1: indictment than if she killed someone.
2: Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well that, that's
1: interesting. The ads call in cinema to support scrapping the filibuster, of course, and to vote yes on proceeding to the For the People Act, which would, uh, of course, promote online Automatic voter registration, expand <laughs> opportunities to vote by mail, affirm a commitment of Congress to restore the Voting Rights Act, and make other reforms.
2: Uh huh. Everyone is registered, just automatically. Yeah. I, in other
1: words... I think if you have a social security <laughs> number, you're registered. Yeah, right?
2: so I, roughly how, how <coughs> many uh, adult, uh, voting age adults would that be? Probably a couple hundred million? Mm-hmm. Well, there's no fraud possibilities None. there.
1: None. No, it's the more the merrier. And who said dead people don't have any rights? Hmm. You know,
2: that's a good point.
1: So don't try to clean them off the rolls either. Just write a story about uh, one of the states. Which one was it? I can't remember. But they're trying to clean a hundred thousand votes of people like you know dead people or people who've moved to another lo- location, and they're trying to get all of those swept out of the out of the pro- uh, out of the uh, voting registration. How dare they? Well, exactly. The left is going ape crap over it. <laughs> And it's more voter suppression. Yeah, Just, guy—it's—it's
2: so obvious what they're up to here. Uh It's just—it absolutely is. Anyway, kudos to uh, Cinema and Mansion for staying strong on this so far.
1: The second ad titled "Thumbs Down" hits Cinema for her vote against the fifteen-dollar federal minimum wage in March. Mm -hmm. Kirsten Cinema (laughs) is failing us. Wait. Instead of voting for a living wage, she chose to hurt those people who okay. need help most. Oh. oh, this is actually a female narrator. Oh. But that's what she sounds like because she's a, uh, <laughs> she's a trans. <laughs>
3: ah,
1: awesome. She's yeah. trans Excuse woman. me, it's man. Okay. <laughs> it is man. <ma'am. laughs> right. yeah, thank right. you. In, fact, in fact, I think it's that person right You, there,
2: you know, right. The, the footage that they show on that <laughs> ad is uh, cinema it's this famous thing where she voted down the minimum wage, $15 federal minimum wage, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous and I should have had them pull this but she's ready to go for the day, she has her purse and she walks in there just to vote thumbs down so she can leave mm-hmm. Curtsies. and they, they say it's a curtsy there's a group of people between her and the guy recording the votes and so she's actually just trying to get his attention she's like, you know, like, can you see me over here? And it's a curtsy
1: even if it is a curtsy, who cares? Right. <laughs> so what? But you're right. It's not. It probably wasn't a curtsy, but she, you know, she's messing around and she just curtsies. So what? Right, who cares? Right. What does that mean?
2: Well, you know what it means when you and you've got an agenda? It means that you're an elitist and right. you don't want people to make a living wage. Right. But I she is really good. I I mean, look. I've been surprised. Yeah, she is Uh, that's the word. She kind of is as
1: advertised, you know, she's a moderate and I didn't think that was possible because I, I didn't think there were any Democrat moderates left.
2: Well, she's a co-sponsor. She put her name on this for the people act. Okay. Wow. Which is stupid. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you got to take the good with the bad, but she also has principle that the filibuster should not go away and she's not willing to get there by shortcutting. And And so I appreciate that.
1: Mansion has shown some giblets lately too, yeah. which is
2: nice. That's after Biden gave his wife a, a nice job. Right? Good for him. Yeah. Hope he sticks to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will see.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, Biden's approval, his job approval ratings down to 52%. I'm surprised it's not about like 2%, <laughs> but uh, 52% of Americans say they approve of the way Biden's handling his job, 43% disapprove. Uh, So he's still above water by nine points. Mm -hmm. Uh, In May, it was 57% approval and 37% disapprove. So it's come down quite a bit uh, just in a month. When it comes to Biden's handling of the economy, (laughs) 55% (laughs) approve? How is that possible? We have (laughs) hyperinflation happening right now. Gas prices are out of control. And he gets high marks on the economy.
2: Wow, they're pulling those dead people we talked about. Yeah,
1: when it comes to his handling of the coronavirus, sixty-one percent of Americans approve, thirty-three percent disapprove. Uh, in May, it was sixty-four, though, so even that's come down a little bit. Among Americans uh, registered to vote, fifty-two percent approve of the way he's handling his job, forty-three percent disapprove. That's the first number we gave you. His drop in overall approval comes from voters saying their independents. Good. In the June survey, 47% of independents approve. 45% disapprove. Really close. I'm telling you, by the time the midterm rolls around, I think he's going to be in real trouble. Because frankly, he's a nightmare. And more people are going to see his confusion and his cognitive decline. And maybe we can get The majority back for Republicans in the midterm. Eh, we'll see. Meantime, you know, it's swimsuit weather now. So it's time to enjoy the official candy bar of swimsuit weather. Oh, nice. Bilt Bar. Uh, Did you know that Bilt Bar Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited time flavor? Talking about coconut, coconut, almond, Mm. cherry, raspberry, mint brownie peanut butter brownie
2: oh man you're making me hungry
1: double chocolate what do i got here salted caramel
2: what do you have i got some uh peanut butter brownie Mm. and i've got some cookies and cream all right and i've got the uh somewhere in here the salted caramel thing
1: really good yeah so
2: you go with caramel
1: instead of caramel
2: i i interchange it i don't understand what happens in my brain okay but uh i'm a big fan of these we
1: did see that a couple of years ago, we did a map of the yeah. area in dialects, and, and it seems to be by region, whether you say caramel or caramel.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, maybe get a mixed box of Bilt Bar, and uh, you can try two of two of each of the nine flavors. Bilt bar, Bars are just the best-tasting protein bar by far, and they're healthy, too, so you don't have to feel guilty when you eat these. They're only 130 calories, about four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein and now you can get built bars uh even tasty faster faster and and they are tastier than they've ever been the new url is built.com
2: oh really yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: so go to built.com use the promo code pat15 and you'll save wait yeah, when you use the promo
2: code PAT15, you save 10%. Yeah. Isn't that good? Isn't that convenient? <laughs> All right. It lines up magically. Okay. I uh, trust you. So, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> go to
1: built.com. Use the promo code PAT15 to save 10% off your order. Uh huh. Pat15 for 10 uh, at builtbar. Uh, at built.com. B U I T. B U I L T.com.
3: Pat Gray. unleashed.
1: That confused me for a second.
2: Yep. Okay. I will say that I confirmed that with Mm -hmm. sales yesterday. So it's Pat15
1: for 10%. (laughs) The numbers don't lie! Thank you.
2: I I can show you the email chain.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Speaking of the filibuster and the hypocrisy surrounding the filibuster... You know obama is uh babbling about how it's unnecessary and uh they're obstructing (laughs) progress and all that nonsense it's a
2: jim crow relic now jim
1: crow relic (laughs)
2: wow
1: is it uh well here's how he felt about that jim crow relic in 2005.
0: but the american people sent us here to be their voice they understand that those voices can at times become loud and argumentative But they also hope that we can disagree without being disagreeable and at the end of the day they expect both parties to work together to get the people's business done what they don't expect Mm. is for one party Mm. be it republican or democrat
2: Uh, to change
0: the rules in the middle of the game so that they can make all the decisions (laughs) while the other party is told to sit down and keep quiet oh
2: (laughs)
4: American people want
0: less partisanship in this town, but everyone in this chamber knows that if the majority chooses to end the filibuster, Mm -hmm. if they choose to change the rules and put an end to democratic debate, then the fighting and the bitterness and the gridlock will only get worse. (laughs) I understand that Republicans are getting a lot of pressure to do this from factions outside the chamber. (laughs) Chamber. But we need to rise above The ends justify the means mentality because we're here to answer to the people, all of the people, not just the ones that are wearing our particular party label.
1: (laughs) How do you make that statement? You know you've made that (laughs) statement in the past. You stood there in front of everybody in the Senate chamber and you said those words and now all of a sudden the filibuster is evil and you can change the game in the middle.
2: How do they do that? I mean, and that guy right there, who just said what he said back there in 2005, is now calling the filibuster, quote, a, a Jim Crow relic. Oh, good gosh.
1: How is it that no reporters say to him, Mr. Obama, uh, in 2005, you said, and then you you quote him, and then get him to respond to that. How do, How do you defend that? There's just no way you
2: can. And you don't there have to. no way. Because they're not going to ask him that. No, either.
1: they're not going to. That's true. But it would sure be interesting because I would love to have I mean, the
2: answer to that. everything he said Jeez. verbatim is what's happening today. Exactly. Right down to the, well, there's some uh, conservative groups. Well, today it's progressive groups doing that to cinema in Arizona. I mean, right. everything he said, just flipping. Exactly.
1: Oh, God. It's embarrassing. Or it should be, but they have no shame. No shame. Uh, Russell in Texas, you're on the blaze. Hi.
3: Hey, Pat. Hey. Uh, I just thought I'd call in. I was watching the news last night. Okay. Uh, Channel 8, ABC Dallas,
1: uh-huh.
3: of all towns.
1: Of all towns.
3: And, yeah, pretty much a, mm-hmm. a uh, what do you call them, a ponytail-wearing professor. Okay. And there was no proof whatsoever
1: of, CRT being taught, and my gosh, it just blew me away. You yeah, how, I I love that. I love the ta- that tactic because that's that that's becoming more and more prevalent. Ah, they're not ta- they're not teaching critical race theory because more and more people are realizing what critical race theory is, and so they're shocked that it's being taught in school system. So now the tactic is well, just deny it's being taught. That's all right.
3: And the D Triple C I guess is paying <laughs> well. You know what's going on. I don't have to tell you. I, I have something important to tell you. i, I, All right. I got one more other thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but I love the donkey laugh. I think y'all need to come up with a, like a visual meme of a uh, donkey laughing and mm-hmm. throwing barrels of Weight Watchers down at Jeffy. I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> um, Keith, get and, to work on that right uh, now. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> He's and, on uh, it. Keith,
1: I love your
2: podcast with uh, Thor, man. That was great. Oh, the Brad Thor podcast. That was a great conversation. Thanks, Russell. Thanks, Appreciate man. it. At the themikeshow.com. Appreciate it. When man.
1: did that drop? Is that the latest? Or? That's
2: the latest one. Yep. Dropped uh, Thursday night last week.
1: What book is he uh,
2: pimping right now? Um, It's uh, Ice, uh, Black Ice. It's his 20th book in the series, and he talks about uh, uh, how how many more that are coming. And uh, we talked about politics and if he's ever going to make that run for president. Oh. Yeah. Because remember, remember, he huh. was here. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I took some pictures of him with Thor's hammer <laughs> in the Oval Office when we had the set. We talked about that. Because remember, he flirted with a run.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, Did he admit to any uh, ambition in that direction?
2: Um. Mm. Yeah, they'll check it out cuz okay. uh you right. know, it's a podcast at the micshow.com, oh, at the show. Com. Yeah, we'll see. Uh he hasn't completely ruled it out, but uh I don't know that it's going to be for the presidency necessarily. Oh,
1: yeah, that's probably not the place yeah. to start. Mm-hmm. Hey, so I'm a sci-fi writer and now I want to be president. Of course, we had a guy who was a, you know, game show host. <laughs> kind of, yeah. or at least a reality TV host, yeah. and he became president. So stranger things have apparently happened. Speaking of uh, Trump, he uh, he lost the straw poll to uh, Ron DeSantis right. recently at the uh, Western Conservative Conference, and so now I'm starting to think maybe the momen- momentum is switching from him now a little mm. bit to people who are really
2: in the game right now, like DeSantis. It does sound like the base has spoken, and they're saying that, look, DeSantis is probably more electable than you. Would, would, would you get that? I mean, I'm extrapolating yeah, that out, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, seems like it, it would, and careful what you wish for, but it just seems like on the surface at least that uh, DeSantis would have an easier time in a general than maybe a Trump.
1: Yeah, because he doesn't have some of the baggage mm-hmm. that President Trump has. I'm not and, saying it's
2: fair. Yeah, it's I'm not. just saying yeah, right. reality.
1: Right, and the press will just yeah. uh, continue to bludgeon him, continue to lie about him, and they can make some of those lies stick because they just keep repeating them. Just I mean, doesn't matter to him.
2: And even the far left press has admitted that DeSantis, um, the pathway he chose in defeating COVID in the state of Florida, it worked. All right. You, you, you were right about opening up mm-hmm. everything and uh, mm-hmm. relaxing all the restrictions. So he at least has that going for him. Sure does. By the way,
1: color-coded bracelets uh, can gauge COVID-19 social interaction comfort levels. If you're comfortable uh, with people coming up to you and, I don't what? know, tongue-kissing you, uh, then, then you get a... Uh, <laughs> wait. You get a certain kind of bracelet. Wait,
2: what color is the tongue-kissing one?
1: Uh, I think the tongue-kissing one is green, so come tongue-kiss me. Wait, that's green? You wear a green it's bracelet. Just... And... I don't know.
2: That's what it says.
1: <laughs> it's not. <laughs> oh. Green means the wearers are comfortable with hugs and high fives. Yellow signals elbow bump only. Oh, and red is for stay stay away from me. <laughs> just keep away.
2: Yeah. Let's do that so... one. I'll take a red I'll just wear a red one everywhere, please.
1: As we continue to experience relaxed restrictions and updated (laughs) recommendations from the Centers for Disease Control, uh, vaccines, face covering, social distancing, and so on, we realized there would be different comfort levels with these (laughs) changes among our team and members and shoppers. Uh, Yeah, it's interesting because even though people can and they've been fully vaccinated and the store tells them they don't have to, they still do it. They still do it. There was an article a few months ago that some people are not going to want to give up the mask. And I thought, eh, please, who, who's not going to want to stop wearing this?
2: Oh, A lot of people. Oh, it's a thing. It's a thing. In fact, I was outside of the uh, DFW airport just the other day, and I saw a family, presumably from Seattle. One of the kids had a Seahawks jersey on. Mm-hmm. An entire family of four. In the sweltering dallas heat was walking outside and all four in this family had their masks on Dummies. And, and i it, i just concluded they've got to be from seattle yeah. and, and they just love on. it now they love it <laughs> they love where you know what you should <laughs> yeah.
1: do is wear the mask the rest of your stinking <laughs> life no matter what happens If they give you the all-clear, there's no more disease, we've eradicated everything, just keep wearing your mask.
2: Well, a lot of people that are pro-vaccine like to say, well, we shouldn't have to pay for your health care if you get COVID-19 because you didn't want the vaccine. Okay, well, you know what? We shouldn't have to pay for all of the lung issues Mm -hmm. and breathing problems you're going to have for the rest of your life because you won't take off the damn mask. Right, and
1: because of those filthy masks... We uh, those Florida parents sent a bunch of masks into uh, University of Florida lab. Ugh. They found all kinds of crap on there: E. coli, uh,
2: fecal matter, tuberculosis,
1: and stuff. fecal yeah, oh, fecal matter. Gosh, I mean there was grossness all over it, and they they just been washed, or they were brand new, brand new
2: from that well, that 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 airtight. <laughs> Um, <laughs> secure. Yeah, the Indonesian place where they're manufacturing <laughs> yeah yeah the place in India where they uh, let's take a look at that very... place just so
1: you're yeah you should be really comfortable look with at there, masks. huh? you should be completely comfortable that's with them.
2: a good good look <laughs> sterile environment I these think these people is... are
1: painstakingly taking precautions <laughs> yep I don't want to hear <laughs> it I mean nobody is openly pee- peeing on them
2: well while the video was rolling
1: at least yeah right, right.
2: Oh, gosh. I mean, that's on your face, by the way. hmm On your face. hmm
1: And this is after them having been washed or they were brand new. <laughs> imagine after you've worn them for two or three oh,
2: weeks. Oh, gosh. Jeez, I
1: can't even imagine. From
2: the I don't want to know. <laughs> that should be a marketing slogan. From the floor to your face. <laughs> Get your blue mask right here. Oh. Uh. Mm. <laughs> I have
1: never seen this video played by anybody anywhere no,
2: else. No, I know.
1: So, I would I would love for everybody to see that and tell me I've, that these masks are fine.
2: I've played it for lots of people in life. Cuz like when I'm not in a store where they have those bracelets, yeah. And I don't have access to to one of those, the red, yellow and I, green. Yeah, yeah, and I just I just hold up the the video. Mhm and and that kind of kills the conversation and then they move on and they realize that i'm not someone they want to have a conversation with sure <clears throat> yeah but i told you i went to the hospital that one time and i put the they literally had an armed guard standing at the entrance of the hospital in fort worth mm-hmm. and you had to put a stupid mask on and it smelled like feet <laughs> And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And it took me about 20 seconds to register. Yeah, it took me about 20 seconds to remember (laughs) that video, (laughs) and it was not a
1: good day. That's why it smells like feet. (laughs) Uh, The manufacturers were walking all over it.
2: Huh? Okay. Makes perfect sense. Now, (laughs) but you're right. There's some people, a lot of people, that is their safety blanket now. That's their security blanket is the mask. Yep. And they can't stand life without it. 888-933-93.
1: Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter if you'd like to participate with the show today.
4: Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: Got some tweets here. Uh, Tyler at Relentless Daring Media Productions. Nice. The only thing that Back to the Future Part 2 got right was the Cubs winning the World Series in 2016. Mm. Yeah, they did They did predict that. Uh, for your information from Spunker1300R, those two senators are not meeting with Biden. They're going to be threatened by Marxist Obama minions yeah. and that have infested the White House. Uh, also from <sighs> Sox Cyber Defense Czar... Once they get the FTPA passed, it will ensure a Republican never wins the presidency again. They can't afford to let this one become a missed opportunity. They'll get it through somehow. Yeah. If somebody does manage to squeak through as a Republican uh in 2024, it would I think it would be Ron DeSantis. He's he's doing some amazing things right now and people are noticing. Uh you know, he's j- he just signed a bill requiring Daily reflective moments of silence in public schools. What do you suppose that's about? It's about installing school prayer again, but they can't (laughs) say it because of the so-called
2: separation of church and state
1: ruling from the Supreme Court in 63, which is just bogus and bizarre, Uh, but pretty, pretty powerful. Some of the things he's doing, he's, I guess uh, you can't interrupt this moment of silence. How long will the moment actually be? Do one know? to
2: two minutes. One to two. So I think it's no less than one, no more than two. And I think what teachers can't have any kind of input or anything, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Are the kids gonna be quiet though? It's gonna it's gonna just be it's gonna be chaos, I think. But at least I mean this is the most you can do, right? Yes. Um pretty much. Right here.
1: I mean, I guess based on the faulty feeling that you can't pray in school, which is bizarre and stupid. I like it. And not the case. Uh, I like the fact that he is doing something. And he's doing something on a lot of fronts. This guy, you know, it's kind of cynical to say he wants to be president because that sort of infers that he's doing all this only to run for office. And I don't think that's the case. I think he actually has some principles. And he's he's trying to exercise them, which is great. Uh, So it's a good time for Florida right now. It is not a good time for New Jersey. Is uh, it ever a good time for New Jersey? No, it's like <laughs> the armpit of the country. Um, but <laughs> oh, wow, according to a new survey <laughs> from Wallet Hub, it's the most desirable place in America to live.
2: What this New Jersey? Dumbest survey ever. What did did they did they uh, did they survey uh, Cardinal Joe Tobin of Newark?
1: And that's it? <laughs> it. It doesn't say. Maybe it was Cardinal Tobin that told him to. Uh, uh, rig it. Yeah, you find the, you Jersey's find favored. the numbers. <laughs> New Jersey now officially ranks as the best state in America to live. What? Garden State edged out. Get this. Okay. Who is in second place? Uh, probably Florida, right? Yeah, uh, no. What uh, Massachusetts?
2: <laughs> Wait, what the hell? Stop it! This is a lie. This is Babylon B.
1: Okay, so they got New Jersey, Massachusetts, but who's third? It's Florida, gotta, Texas. Gotta be Texas, right? Florida, South Dakota, uh, New York, New York. Come on. Uh, How is that even possible? Now, see, this is just a short little blurb. So I don't Uh, know what criteria they use. Yeah, we need to see that. That's bullcrap. I'd love to see the criteria used because New Jersey never wins polls like that. New Jersey and
2: New York? and That's where people are escaping. Exactly. What?
1: Exactly. Uh, Come on. Americans fleeing California. (laughs) Thank you. And New York. And New Jersey Uh for Texas and Florida, according to this new study. Um, As violent crime surges in liberal metropolitan areas (laughs) like Los Angeles and New York City, residents are migrating south to red areas, according to a new report by North American Van Lines. And they would know because they're loading you up and taking you where you're going. Despite the 2020 pandemic, this year Americans are following similar moving trends as prior years millions of Americans are moving either to start a new job or to uh, move back home. The Indiana-based moving and trucking company said its 2020 migration report, uh, the company offers long-distance and local moving services, of course. The report found that Californians who have opted to leave are largely moving and this sucks uh, because they're largely moving to Texas Mm -hmm. or north to Idaho, it said. Huh.
2: Wow, does it say that really? Yeah, it does. Oh,
1: see, among states experiencing a large exodus, New York in particular, New York City saw the most people leave. The next cities uh, people are leaving are three California cities: Anaheim, San Diego, and Riverside. And then you got Chicago in there too. Why would you leave San Diego? Why would you ever leave? Well, because prices. S- sick of sick of California. Yeah, <laughs> I think you answered your own question. It's a fantastic city, though. Hmm. In addition to New Yorkers, dwellers of three states in particular, New York, Maryland, and California are fleeing to southern and southeastern states.
2: Wait a minute. I thought New York was one of the most desirable states to live in, Wallet Hub. Huh.
1: Uh, residents of Pennsylvania and Michigan are also fleeing. Yeah. You know, this is every liberal bastion. They're leaving and going to where conservatives <clears throat> make life bearable and, and try to allow you Uh, to enjoy your life become successful in your life and build yourself a nice lifestyle
2: it's a dangerous game but i've got a hope it's not a prediction it's a hope that the majority of people that are leaving the blue states have common sense and that they're going to majority not not generally if Mm -hmm. if they're leaving on their own because covid really it's shaking a lot of people loose And now they're nomads, basically. they're like, I can go anywhere now, right? I have common Mm -hmm. sense, and I'm going to go live in a red state. Now, corporations that move, that's a different story. And they are ruining towns like Plano. But... But but my my hope is that by the 2030 census, there's been such a shift from these blue states to these red states from people that have common sense that woke up during COVID and like I got to get out of here, I can work from home and not pay you know ridiculous amounts of taxes. Mm-hmm. Maybe it helps the red states as far as number of representatives, and it drains these blue states. I don't know. Like I said, I'm hoping it's not a prediction, <laughs> but I'm hoping the 2030 census. Mm-hmm. Really reflects this shift to places like Texas and Florida in a good way. Well, the 2020 census did. Yeah, but uh, then COVID hit, and yeah. and now I think it's going to be even much much more dramatic in 2030. Now we've got
1: some uh, lessons learned from California's pot industry bailout. I didn't realize. That Wait,
2: we're already bailing they, out pot?
1: They bailed out the pot industry in California. Phew, that was a close one. Good. <laughs> Where are you gonna get your joints if the pot industry closes down?
2: <laughs> oh, hold on. can I just say that I was in Boise 20 years ago, and you could tell that it was gonna become the next little California. Mm-hmm. And when we crossed the border into Oregon, there's a little town, Ontario, Oregon. And I remember there was like hardly anything there. This time, when I when I looked on the map as we were going over into Oregon, this 20 years later, it's all these pot dispensaries, all these places right on the border there. Where it's legal. Yeah, other, other, across the border from Idaho. So, But now we're bailing out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because
1: getting cannabis regulations wrong comes at a high cost. California's $100 million fund to help floundering marijuana businesses <laughs> has made that clear. Oh. The uh, large estate earmarked money last week to aid companies that are struggling financially in large part because bureaucratic delays and missteps, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but... Yes, the pot industry in California has received a hundred million dollars as a bailout for them. How
2: does California have the money for this? They don't have I, money for the lights to stay on.
1: That's just amazing! Wow, uh, California has a fifteen percent tax on legal marijuana, and they've been that's been blamed for pushing consumers to the illicit market. It's clear that <laughs> much more has gone wrong. Leg- legalization, which began in 2016, has been messy. With rules varying by city and by county, the process has also been slow and expensive. Uh, so that's really sad for the pot industry. I'm I'm heartbroken. Uh, I think these states that legalized it have encountered unintended consequences, like they always do. You know, and so you're seeing that in Washington, Oregon. Where's the other one that just? I think California has decriminalized it.
2: A lot of states have,
1: yeah, so to one you, degree or another. If you want to recreationally use it, it's now just as legal as as alcohol or tobacco. So, thank goodness California <laughs> bailed out their great marijuana industry. You'd hate to see that go to pot.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, oh <laughs> you know boy uh,
1: this marijuana industry is just going to pot <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh <laughs> get it my yeah it's gone to pot
2: here are <laughs> yeah no i got it yeah i got yeah, it yeah, here's yeah. the uh mm-hmm. here's where it's legal the dark the really dark states can you see that oh that's way more than that's I legal uh now wow. hang on a second um Wow, decriminalized medical and decriminalized any shade of green, really. So the only places where it's completely not legal, uh, oh, fully illegal: Idaho, Wyoming, Kansas, Tennessee, South Carolina. So forty-five of the fifty are legal so to that, one but degree. that includes
1: or not. medical right marijuana, where which Utah just passed. Mm. Um, in fact, my church got church leaders got behind it, and that's what. Pushed it over the edge.
2: Oh, I bet it did. Because you know
1: we've always believed that that's what herbs like that are for. Sure, they're for medicinal purposes. Tobacco is for for medicinal purposes, not to be smoked, uh, but I think it's you place it on bruises or something. On and oh wow, it's, it's got healing properties.
2: A little cannabis action. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I, uh-huh. I there's there so many benefits to it, and that CBD element. Absolutely. There's 18 states now where it's just completely legalized. But there's so many more where it's just like they don't even enforce it. It's just decriminalized. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, no, the, you're absolutely right. The marijuana plant has a lot of health benefits. Yeah. Absolutely it does. And I'm yeah. I, I'm, I'm actually glad to see that, uh, that your church did that.
1: Yeah. I think people were shocked. But, you know, that's its natural use. So why would they oppose that? Uh, if it can help people, why would you oppose it? I, what they don't want is for it to be abused. Sure. And that's the other kind of use that when you roll it into a joint and smoke it because you're trying to get high.
2: I I will say that I had a relative who was a big time Southern Baptist, big time against uh, any kind of legalization of marijuana whatsoever, even to the medicinal uh, angle. Oh, wow. He passed Mm. away from cancer Mm. and it was a really rough exit for him. And he actually told me privately, he said, you know, I was against any kind of marijuana, it is the only thing that brought me relief. And oh wow! My, as as he so was he dying, so he did take it. Yeah, so he took it at, at the, the end, end, and he was telling me how that was the only thing that brought me relief. And and coming mm-hmm. from him, if you know him, a very fundamental guy, yeah, that's saying a lot. Yeah, there's there's problems
1: with other forms of painkillers, and apparently, you know, the properties in uh, cannabis really can help. You know, they they settle your stomach, all kinds of different things that it can do, and so why not use it for that purpose?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Doctor Monroe's CBD. Actually, (laughs) it comes in all forms, and it's uh, this guy's lotion. Oil? It's all sorts of products. Yeah, Yeah. and and like the lotions. Like, remember when I had that issue with my leg after my surgery? Mm Mm-hmm. It's seriously the CBD trick. Yeah, that's nice. Mm
1: All right. Speaking of pain, let me tell you about another way to calm down your pain, and that's with Omega XL. This is something else that's all natural. All
2: natural. You got to love it. I love it. And
1: it's not something you're going to get addicted to uh, or your body becomes dependent upon because it's all natural. It comes from the pristine waters around New Zealand. It's those omega fatty acids. And once it builds up in your system, you start to feel that relief. And after a couple of weeks, two to three weeks, uh, the pain is gone. Give it a try. See if it works for you. This can be life changing. It's not some Johnny Come Lately thing either. It's backed by 35 years of clinical research. So they really know what they're doing. Omega XL. Let's get you started today. When you go to Omega XL and order one bottle, you'll get a second bottle free. Visit OmegaXL.com/pat. That's OmegaXL.com/pat. Or call 800-844. Forty-eight eighty-eight. Pat Gray unleashed. Ah, uh, yes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. We already played the Barack Obama yeah. filibuster thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the time goes by so quickly. I can't yeah. can keep track of what's going on today. <laughs> uh, we finally had an NFL football player, an active football player in the NFL right now, who has come out as homosexual.
2: All right. Yeah. It's finally happened, and I only got 13 news yeah. alerts on my phone yesterday about it. Oh, it's. I didn't know I had that many news and sports apps available on my phone, but yes. Well,
1: everybody had to celebrate. You know, because, yay! Yes. He likes a certain kind of sex. I'm so glad! Yeah! Nice. Yay! <laughs>
2: good. good.
1: All right. That's real good. So now, uh, the game will be much better. If you were bored with the NFL before, mm-hmm. you're going to love it now. Yeah. Because you know Carl Nassib is, uh, is gay.
2: Mm-hmm. It only took him three weeks into Pride Month to do this? Yeah, well, yeah. Where were you on June 1st, bro?
1: Well, okay. he talks about it. Can oh, we, does he? Yeah, he oh, talks okay. about it. Here here he is uh, coming out.
5: Oh. What's up, people? I'm Carl oh, hey. Massive. I'm at my house here in Westchester, Pennsylvania. <laughs> just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been oh. meaning to do this for a while now, but uh-huh. I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. Good. Um, Good. I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, mm-hmm. and job a guy could ask for. That's nice. Um, I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. Um, I just think that representation and visibility are so important. Um, I actually hope that like one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. Um, are they
1: necessary right now? But until then, you
5: know I'm gonna do my best <laughs> and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, right. that's compassionate.. Okay, good. And good. I'm gonna start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. There you go. They're an incredible organization. They're the number one. Suicide Prevention Service for LGBTQ youth in America. And they're truly doing incredible things. And I'm very excited to be a part of it, to help in any way that I can. Mm -hmm. And I'm really pumped to see what the future holds. Uh, That's all I have for you guys. Mm -hmm. I hope you have a great day. Work hard.
1: I mean, as announcements like that go.
2: As subdued as you can get, right? Yeah, that's a great
1: one. Mm -hmm. And uh, But, you know, where are the players... Have any of the players come out as heterosexuals? Uh, I don't think so. Now, we can assume they are. Yes. uh, Based on the fact that they have girls as wives.
2: His name is uh, Joe Namath.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yes, he has. But things are changing, boy. Things are changing, even in, in the NFL. On the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, Carl Nassib's coming out announcement was so popular that the Las Vegas Raiders decided to reach out to more players with alternate lifestyles. Okay. They have searched free agency for a trans quarterback. And they have found two offensive linemen from the runway of a drag queen show for six-year-olds.
2: Oh, wow. This
1: is the new National Football League. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Where Jimmy Dimples tweets. (laughs) Oh, no. Concerning the best places to live in America. Oh, New Jersey, of course. You sure you're not reading that best state to live in list upside down? Oh, is (laughs) that that what it was? That might be the problem. Yeah, you just flip it around.
2: New Jersey, Massachusetts, New York. (laughs) Uh,
1: From Tyler. I believe the criteria for that survey was paid for by the New Jersey <laughs> Chamber of Commerce. <laughs> From YT Whiteman, Man, uh, I can't wait for all the NFL pregame shows to start now. <laughs> oh, they're going to be harping on this. Oh,
2: there's going to be that. introspective. There's going to be a serious, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of those, you know, serious music. And mm-hmm. James Brown's going to sit down with him. And so mm-hmm. walk us through <laughs> your discovery.
1: When did you decide to come out, and what what was the decision? Walk us through your decision process.
2: Oh, no, Pat. Oh, no, Patrick. Their first game is Monday Night Football. Wow. The Raiders. Get ready. ESPN. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. ABC. Oh, they're going to be. Oh, get ready for that. It'll be a
1: celebration of outness. (laughs) For sure, it will. And, you know, it does bring up interesting aspects that, I guess you can't be uncomfortable with any of it, right? You can't be uh, reticent or hesitant or uncomfortable in any way. You must embrace it fully and completely, and then promote it and say that we, you know, every NFL team should have gay members, uh, gay football players, and in fact, maybe we all should be gay.
2: That should be your attitude now, right? I'd make the locker room a more comfortable place. It then. would, if, yeah, if it would. We're all in the same boat. No. <laughs> Uh, it's just, uh, it's just, amazing and, and seriously, like, me. are you going to be considered uh, hateful if you request that your locker where you change and you oh, get fully yeah. naked is, is, you moved don't want to be the, next
1: to him? Yeah. Can I, can I go over there? I wonder if they'd throw you off the team for that. I bet they would. I
2: wouldn't doubt it.
1: Yeah. I bet you'd be gone. They'd what, trade you or, or just flat out release you.
2: Okay. So what if, what if one of these teams, um, what, what if one of these teams hired that excellent kicker, Sarah Fuller, right? Yeah. I mean, because she's incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously... Best uh, kicker of all time. She's going to be... In the, it's inevitable. Right. She'll be in the NFL. Yes. What if her locker were next to all the other players?
1: Would that be a problem? Would that be a problem with Everybody, your spouse? Everybody's naked in there, and that's fine. Here we are. Because you do have that dynamic now. Sure. Right? It's like, okay, now a sexual aspect has entered the locker room.
2: Yeah, and, and I'm not saying that, that, that this guy... I swear I saw his name four hundred times yesterday. Uh, what's his name? Carl Nassip. Thank you. I, I'm not saying that he's going to be sitting there, you know, no, staring I, or checking. Right. It. It's just the simple fact that he enjoys what he's surrounded by. Mm-hmm. I mean, this—that's just that's just his biology, right? Yes. So if you don't want to be right next to him, are you a hateful hate monger who mongers in in, in hate. hate? Yes, you are.
1: Yes, you are. And again, it's just the whole focus on it and uh, the identifying as that. That's, that's what you identify as. If you're in the lgbtqia 2 plus community, you identify as one of those letters. And that's how you want to be known, which is, to me, why are we doing that? Why? I don't care what you do in your bedroom. I really don't care, honestly. I, I seriously don't care. And I don't want to know. I don't want to know what Tom Brady's doing in his bedroom with Giselle Buncheon. It's none of my business. And uh, and none of us need to know.
2: W- so, would it be appropriate for um, a heterosexual male to be naked in a locker room surrounded by, thir- I guess, this case, what, 53 men, mm-hmm. 53 women that you assume are straight? Mm -hmm. I mean, just, uh, yeah. I don't understand why that would be a bad thing to just want to, you know, kind of separate yourself a little bit there. Well, you can't.
1: You just can't. It's just one of those things. And that's why it doesn't make any sense either that they can be proud of their identity as a sexual being, but heteros can't. You know, like we devote not just a day to gay pride, not a week, an entire month for your sexuality. For your sexual preference. It's a strange thing. What a weird world we live in. Um, and by the way, Sesame Street now, since there's nothing wrong with it, uh, right? Right. Uh, they've introduced two gay dads. All right. And they're the gay dad's daughter for their family day episode. The first married gay couple to appear on Sesame Street. There they, isn't there that. they are. Isn't that lovely? That's uh, I wonderful. Get, look at that; it's there so cute. Go. That's that's wonderful.
2: Hanging out there on the old Sesame Street.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're you know telling our children about gayness, I guess, and uh, mm-hmm. it's wonderful. Yeah, and you you can't have a problem with that. Oh, good. Sesame Street's gonna teach my children now about sexual preferences. Sure are. Hmm. Sure are. Hmm. And I'm not supposed to be concerned about that at all.
2: No. What, huh. what do you mean? Why would you be concerned? Right? Perfectly. What are, what are you
1: no, I, suggesting with that? I'm not that. suggesting anything. You better not of be. I'm not. I am okay. not. Believe me. I'm. Here's my problem.
2: Okay, what's your problem?
1: Why didn't it happen a long time ago?
2: Why they wait so
1: long? Why was Sesame Street so hateful for mm-hmm. the first 51 years of their existence? Right. Why? Where's this been? Why didn't they have it day one? Mm.
2: Why? Day one. Episode one.
1: So I guess the way uh, this broke into uh, Sesame Street's um, broadcast was after some hugs, Nina excitedly says, okay, everybody, everybody, Mm. I want you to be my brother, Dave. Okay. His husband, Frank. All right. And my Sabrina, which is niece, Maya. Oh. Oh, wow. From there, it's your garden variety, Sesame Street stuff. But toward the end of the episode, Frank tells the group that there's all kinds of different families. Yeah, there are. But what makes us a family is that we love each
2: other. I knew the word love was coming. Love. I knew it. Love. Love is
1: love. Love is love. Love is the drug I was (sighs) thinking of. Oh. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I'm lost. What what, what song are we on?
1: I can't remember, actually. Hold
2: on. Now now, now I'm... Yeah, Google it.
5: Love, Love is, is the, the drug, drug. I,
1: was I was
2: thinking of. Thinking of.
1: And uh. it is Survey Set. Oh, Roxy Music. Love Roxy is the music.
2: drug. Okay. Wow. Right, there you go.
1: 1975. Pretty hip reference then if it's Roxy Music, right?
2: I'm really hip reference if it's a forty year old one. <laughs> <coughs> what? Well, what? <laughs> what was that? Fifty almost fifty. Wait, are you oh, my me old? Goodness, Wait what? what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. so um so that's neat right we're making progress
1: (laughs) Oh, that's neat right it's a really good word for it it's neat it is i mean special
2: being gay is a thing it's just it's a thing okay Mm -hmm. you can be gay and you can be a great person and be gay but it's in a kids show where i have to have this discussion this Mm -hmm. conversation with my child at age three while they're trying to learn their abcs yeah no I don't want to we can have this discussion I just don't want to have it right now I don't want to have any kind of sexual related discussion with my child just that a is big of kids. Sesame Street age right
1: I mean we have to go through that all uh, all of that kind of stuff early enough as it is now you know you're gonna have you put your two-year-old in front of Sesame Street and they get to have all that planted in their brains and then you get to explain it to them then I, I mean it's but if you, if you don't like it, I guess you just don't watch Sesame Street.
2: Well, what if, right? what if, what if you're a taxpayer and say uh, you don't like... Fun, <laughs> well, then what I have fun, to say to you is fun, tough, fund, Funding those shows with... Tough. Your ta- Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> I what if I, Can I put my tax dollars into defense? No.
1: Mm. Nope. They're going to Sesame can Street. Can I put
2: it into infrastructure, which is, uh-uh. well, everything
1: including Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. Sesame Street is infrastructure. Oh,
2: there's your bumper sticker. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness, someone on the left start printing them now. Print it up. Sesame Street is infrastructure. That that will be their rallying cry when this thing goes to the mat.
1: Yeah. I don't think it's going to the mat anymore though. You Wait, know, we're just getting infrastructure money. Yeah. And we're we're just accepting all of this stuff being taught to our kids. We don't even have a problem with that anymore. Just go ahead and Indoctrinate my kids in whatever you want to do. I yeah. Whatever you want them to feel,
2: just, just take, let them know. Just, just take, take them. them. Whatever. Take them. At what? this point, I'm so tired. Just whatever. Here, here's the kids. Just <laughs> yep. You know what? Send me a picture, a postcard. Well, every... that
1: sadly is where we are. And and if you're not there, then you need to make sure that your kids aren't watching Sesame Street. Right. That's yeah. the only other alternative, really, because. Sesame Street's not going to stop doing this. They're proud of the fact that they're progressive and liberal and always have been.
2: And it doesn't make us bad people that we don't want our kids no, to doesn't. learn this right this moment. Right. These are all discussions that you're going to have with your children at some point. But there's a time and a place there's for There's a it. time and a place. And when I, my kid is trying to learn the, the, letter to, the letter of the day and the number of the day or whatever the heck they do over there. Mm-hmm. They don't need to be going. Wait, what's going on here? What's the deal <laughs> with the two right. dudes and the kid? Uh huh. What's up? Right. <sighs> Whatever, man. Just, Just a take mad the world. kids. Just take them. Just take them. No, I'm because I'm worn out. I'm mm. done trying to fight you off. Just take the kids.
1: Sadly, that's where a lot of people are. <clears throat>
2: uh,
1: but now the American Medical Association says sex should be removed as a legal designation on the public part of birth certificates.
4: <laughs>
2: Just when you think we've covered all the ground. Yeah, no.
1: No, there's still more.
2: There's still more.
1: Still more. Okay, what now? Well, requiring it, Keith, can lead to discrimination and unnecessary burdens on individuals whose current gender identity does not align with their designation at birth. Namely, when they register for school or sports, adopt, get married, or request personal records. So... You just remove it and don't don't put any kind of gender or sex on there. All
2: right, good. Right, good. Will that make you happy? No, we're all just no.
1: There's going to be more. Oh no, what now? Assigning sex using binary variables. <laughs> the public portion of the birth certificate fails to recognize the medical spectrum of gender identity.
2: <clears throat> oh, okay.
1: And it can be used to discriminate. Jeremy Toller, an MD. And a delegate from GLMA, the Health Professionals Advancing LGBTQ Equality and Transgender, Gender Non-Binary, and Individuals with Differences in Sex Development, can be placed at a disadvantage by the sex label on the birth certificate. Okay, so in other
2: words, they're checked to the AMA cleared in time for the press release. Yeah. And yep. so they got that included. Okay, good, good.
1: We unfortunately still live in a world where it's unsafe in many cases for one's gender to vary from the sex assigned at birth.
2: Got it. Mix it into a storyline on Sesame Street for next month, whatever.
1: I, l- let that sink in f- for a second, though. Okay. We unfortunately still live in a world where it's unsafe in many cases for one's gender <clears throat> to vary from the sex assigned at birth. It's only been like four Two, three, five years. Oh, minutes. I thought you were going to go with minutes. Since we've had this incredible onslaught of How? gender nonconformity and we're already supposed to be comfortable with it.
2: How is it that's incredible. dangerous, though? That's incredible. Because that's insinuating that that, 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 that that reader. Is there anybody in this audience that, that has been violent towards somebody? That is trans? And if so, you need to be behind bars. How is this dangerous? Uh,
1: I don't know. I I honestly don't. Maybe dangerous in that if you know that they were a a male at birth Mm -hmm. and now they're trying to compete in female sports, you might not want them to because that's on their their birth certificate, the gender assigned at birth, but that's not the gender they are. So you could keep them out of
2: sports. So let's say you have a credit card. Right. Yeah. And, and, I mean. Oh, and I've switched genders. Yeah. Or, or so, you just want to go by a different name? Just you feel uh-huh. like uh, like your name's Pat, but you feel like uh, I was fortunate enough
1: uh, to have, uh, have. Oh, that works. Parents with foresight enough oh, to give God. me a generic name like that that okay. could go either
2: way. All right. No, I was kind of going to go with like the Prince <laughs> symbol or something like that. You know, like what if you just. Well, I mean, if you want to go that way, i would just say, like, what if you what if you but feel wh- like something different when yeah. you go to make purchases and stuff?
1: And you have a uh, MasterCard that says... Oh, that's oddly specific. You're, uh...
2: <laughs> what do you mean? Is there... What, well, is I'm there... just
1: saying that what if you look like uh, a man, Whoa, but careful. you've got a female name? Whoa, what? Or vice versa? Don't
2: be judging books uh, by right, their I know. cover.
1: That's true. <laughs> uh, how would... How would you handle that? How would you? Let's we, see. We need some guidance for MasterCard. Slow
2: motion, serious music. Oh, this is going to get real. Anything slow motion, remember? For transgender people. Oh, no. Right. A secure payment
4: doesn't mean protecting yourself oh, from white. someone buying sneakers with your card. White guy,
2: at the cash register
4: no. is mad. If you're transgender, Uh-oh. a secure payment means paying for something without being judged. What right. oh, oh questioned my. disrespected oh, uh-huh. got it. humiliated harassed even assaulted simply because the name on your card doesn't matter you identify.
2: the name on your
4: card is This is name. about more than just oh, keeping your card
2: safe. They're both happy. Uh, it's about keeping us he, safe.
1: They had an open-minded They clerk. had a true name.
2: They had a moment. By MasterCard. The clerk the and first the customer. card that allows you oh, to display your chosen name.
1: Cho- because that's who name. You really are.
2: Okay. Good. Good. Fraud anybody? Hmm? That was fun. And when's the last time you've handed your credit card to a cashier? They always have you put it in the <laughs> right. right, well, the slot. and, and Well, then and you don't
1: have the dramatic moment where their that's eyes true. meet. And their eyes
2: app- meet.
1: He approves. Uh, I love- and you have that beautiful moment between you where, yeah, and good job. You see good the- job, Susie.
2: <laughs> the guy is in the, in, in the <laughs> convenience store, and he's doing that slow motion walk, because, you know, when you're in a convenience well, he's store. Scared.
1: He's scared. Mm-hmm.
2: You got that dramatic turn, and mm-hmm. then he gets up, and, of course, it's a white guy of course it's it is. a white guy at the cash register and you're
1: leery of him because he's white and, and he's
2: a racist and because we know what the number one threat uh, to america right. is right now it's white supremacy whiteys
1: and you're like and oh no so he's this thinking i guy gonna kill me uh my name on my card is debbie and is he gonna say something about that <laughs> and of get, course their eyes meet I, I, and he I, doesn't you i got say. news
2: for you there's no <laughs> clerk there's no cashier in america <laughs> <laughs> that's looking at your card in your face and and matching up. They're like, whatever, just run it in the deal here. Yeah, okay.
1: especially since, as you mentioned, you just push it in the slot, right? You got the chip. You need to put it all in the slot. They don't even know what yeah. your name is. I they know. don't care. You don't have to sign anything anymore. Those yeah. are that's a relic from the past, right? And like stupid.
2: Like I was at a, a doctor's office the other day, and like the machine was all messed up. It wasn't. It wasn't accepting. Did they take my card? Did they look at it? They go, oh my gosh, what's going on over there? No, they're like, oh, that thing's acting up again. Here, let me reset it. Never touched my card. Never did anything. For all they know, I could have broken the machine because I was stealing from them. They're not going (sighs) to... The only people that's that, a
1: moment that, that, that it, nobody's going to have together.
2: Right yeah, <laughs> Even if you write on the... Remember how you used to put check ID uh-huh. on the back of your credit card because you were trying to eliminate mm-hmm. fraud if, if it got stolen or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, you don't even get to that point anymore where the cashier is looking at that. The only person looking at you and comparing you to anything is TSA. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's that's the only place. Mm-hmm. So now now we're mm-hmm. going... Oh, my gosh. Here come the TSA... True name. Oh dear lord, here we go. It's happening. It's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> Let me take a minute and tell you about Keeps. You got a million reasons to be stressed out these days. Yeah. Uh stressing about your male pattern baldness and receding hairline, that doesn't have to be one of the things you're stressing about. The good news is keeps can help. Keeps offers the same doctor recommended, FDA approved hair loss treatment, but they have the generic versions, so you only pay about half the cost. It's a great deal. And one more thing you're going to love about Keeps, you can, you can do everything online. You don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to go to the pharmacy. Answer a few easy questions, snap some pictures of your hair, and then a licensed doctor reviews your information and recommends the right hair loss treatment for you. It's just that easy. Then it's shipped to your door. So don't make trips to your doctor and then the drugstore when you can just do it all online with Keeps. And we'll get you started with this special discount too. Go to K-E-E-P-S, K-E-E-P-S.com slash pad for 50% off your first order. That's keeps.com slash pad for 50% off. Keeps.com slash pad.
6: Pat Gray.
2: Hmm? And? That's weird that she would just leave you hanging yeah. like that. It's Pat Gray. Now that she's got your attention what? and you've responded, yeah. this is where she would what? continue her thought.
1: Yeah. Is on now. Talks now. Is fabulous.
2: Right. Uh, nah, that's Pat not. Gray. Yeah, I don't think she would say
1: and? that. And? <laughs> <laughs> 888-933-93. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter where uh, President Zoe by den <laughs> tweets, "I'm so private, and therefore, I wanted to make sure the world knows that's <laughs> the announcement of Carl uh, Nassib.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he did say he's he's a private person, mm-hmm. and so that's why he's told us now what kind of sex he prefers. Uh-huh. So, with that knowledge." It's obviously going to make your day better.
2: Right. right. Now you can move on with yeah. your life. Yeah. Like if you were losing sleep a couple mm-hmm. nights ago. About Carl Nassib's sexual no, just, preference. No, no, just in general. Like if you had mm. insomnia or just something, okay. whatever, you know, you're not getting enough rest. This was the cure. Now you can put your mind at ease. All right. Good. When you lay down tonight, knowing that Carl Nassib is.
1: Well, that was good. my thing. I was
2: wondering, what? Who
1: does he like to. You know, get into bed with. Hmm. I was thinking that uh, at the last Raiders game. Oh really? Uh, last year, yeah. And I thought Carl Nassib.
2: Hmm.
1: Huh. I that wonder was... who he has sex with.
2: <laughs> you were like, "That's a good tackle." <laughs> you know what? I
1: wonder. You know. I, yeah. Huh. Huh. And and now I know. Now. So mm, yeah, it's uh, it's better.
2: It's, the world is better. <laughs> yeah, think about that. The world is so much better now better. than it was 24 hours ago because of Carl Nasty. Yep. And again. Hmm.
1: Okay, it's f- fine. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't care what Carl does in his bedroom
2: or with whom he does it. Thank you. I really don't. Because I don't know about you, but I wasn't thinking about that 24 hours ago. No. And all these nows- announcements then just... <clears throat>
1: start all this process and I just I don't know that it's necessary he, he said he wants a world where it's not necessary I think we live in that world right now it's not necessary <laughs> thank you from Bradley S. Collins I'm a pretty private person <laughs> that's why I'm publishing this announcement on the world wide web <laughs> to let everybody know about some of the most intimate details of my life and trumpet the donation I'm making
2: yeah. You could wow. have privately donated, right? Yep. You could have just drawn attention to the foundation without saying, oh, and by the way,
1: uh
2: huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, just dropped a hundred grand on the what you call it site.
1: <laughs> Beth tweets Pride month. Here's my view. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Gay <laughs> folks are no more special than straight people.
2: <gasps> oh,
1: How dare you say that? Oh, the feds are headed to you right now.
2: How dare you?
1: Beth, come on.
4: How dare you? Mm. How dare you?
1: That's a triple on the how dare you, Mm. Beth. That's a triple. Uh, Gay folks are no more special than straight people. Why do you need a month to celebrate your sexuality? (laughs) (laughs) What a hater. Yeah. If you don't like it, that means you hate. So, So change your ways, Beth. 888 933 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up.
4: This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Some tweets here. Uh, Chitty,
1: chitty, fang, fang. (laughs) So if I add my true name, it's of course the uh, MasterCard commercial. If I add my true name to my credit card, does that absolve my legal name from this debt? Uh, yes! <laughs> Sorry, that's
2: my other name.
1: Tricia Sanders 33, changing my credit card name to Stolen Card. And then wait to see if anybody notices. Nice. Hippie Patriot. Uh, I don't think I've looked at my own card for years, let alone a store clerk. Mm-hmm. Brandish Finger Guns. I can't remember the last time someone read my name on my card. Right. And if they did, they'd see my wife's name. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. And Bovine Scatology hate did you see that hateful white male clerk who didn't offer the trans person a bag to carry out his goods oh, in his hands
4: oh. doesn't oh. match how you identify oh no right you gotta this give me a, a bag. bag more than just keeping a card but their safe. eyes
1: do meet. yeah he's sure he got his moments. hands full yeah he's, and no offer of True would me. you like a bag for that nothing that's rude Clear discrimination right there. Clear
2: I, hatred. I hate that when they don't offer you a bag. And mm-hmm. then you have to be like, yeah. can I get a bag, Beavis? Come right, on. right. So that was clearly hate. Clearly. Anti-trans hate. Exactly. Hmm. So he smiled, but mm-hmm. inside he was thinking, you know what, I'll show him. I'm mm-hmm. not giving him a bag. <laughs> <laughs> we know what's in the heart of white people. Yeah. <clears throat> Sheer. Yeah.
1: Unadulterated. Hatred. And There's racism.
2: Right. Their smiles mm-hmm. hide the hate.
1: Um. Speaking of which, uh, the trans woman is, in fact, headed for the Olympic Games mm. as, uh, you know, the female weightlifter from New Zealand. Okay. She's in. There she is. Uh, oh, armpit yeah. hair and everything. That's great. All right. Look how, look how lovely she is. She's beautiful. She is absolutely, absolutely lovely. Mm. And uh, a real strong, beautiful woman as well. Yeah. Um, Strong, I'm sure, in, in both spirit and physically.
2: So you wouldn't say he's a damn sexy man. No, You'd
1: because say that's he's... a beautiful woman. Uh-huh. That's what I'd say. No, you can't say he's a damn sexy man because mm-hmm. he's not a man, for right. one thing. Right,
2: so, so So this individual has had the benefit of being both a damn sexy man and a damn sexy woman.
1: Yes, right. And that's unusual. But... Uh, uh, he, he, She'll be in the Olympics. There you go. She'll be in the Olympics. <laughs> oh, congratulations, New Zealand! A couple of years ago, she won the. Uh, she no, she took second in a world championship. So she's a medal contender too, and she's forty three years old, hmm. well beyond her prime. I wonder what's keeping her <laughs> going against these other women.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what could it be?
1: What could it, I don't know. I. She must have a really good workout regimen. Sure, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, perhaps she eats incredibly well. Uh huh. And she trains really hard. Trains really hard. And she's kept her body in peak physical condition. I think Sexy condition, yes, if you will. Yes. So she'll be at the games, uh, competing against other beautiful women, and we'll see what happens.
2: Oh my goodness! This is going to be a fun Olympics, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: Yes, it is. Uh, but are a bunch of people going to come down with COVID after it? I don't know. The Japanese people are a little bit worried about it. Mm. They're a little worried. Mm. Shouldn't though. But all you have to do is get the vaccine. Ask the vaccine queen about that. Oh no, what? Um She's got a song about it. Ugh. You are
6: the vaccine
4: queen Almost okay. free from COVID-19
2: I'm a vomit now.
4: Ugh. Vaccine
2: queen Oh God. you
4: achieve
2: and you can't even sing.
4: Don't take off
6: your mask yet.
4: Okay. Come
6: back in four weeks and you'll get a second dose for free. No conspiracy. You are the vaccine queen.
2: Oh, man. Gut check. Stop. Oh, no. Oof. Oh, well.
1: Oof. Could have lived my, my entire life without seeing that.
2: Society, it was... Mm good run Pat had pew pew one pew uh, saw this
1: and uh, apparently this is going around making the rounds it's uh, Dr. St. Fauci oh, God. the vaccinator
2: oh gross <laughs> it's a cartoon he's holding a large syringe he's been
1: working out a bit and uh, has he? yeah
2: I thought it was just his natural body well, it is, right there. It,
1: uh-huh. he's, he doesn't usually have his shirt off, and you see the kind of work he puts in on his body right
2: there. Are his 15 minutes up yet? Can we move on, please? Nope.
1: <laughs> They're sure not.
2: Good, good. No, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a good time, America.
1: Also from uh, Spencer Durant, this is part of an email I received from a oh, PR yeah. person working in tourism. <laughs> Hard pass, <laughs> but I think I need to add this new word. Uh... So this is a new word for Pat Gray Bingo, maybe. Oh, vaxcation? Yeah. What exactly is a vaccation? That's
2: what he got. Okay.
1: Just what it sounds like, a vacation for the COVID vaccinated. You get a vaxcation.
2: That's gross. Yeah. He said the best part of the email started out with, mm. "You're vaccinated and ready to travel, but which cities offer the most bang for your buck while keeping you safe?" I don't know. So that's what they're that's what they're doing now. They're they're okay. they're they're starting to to uh, segregate us into which places are the safest uh, for for those that Mm -hmm. have the vaccine.
1: And speaking of the vaccine, this is really sad. From a a woman named uh, Tammy, who posted this on Twitter yesterday. A a week ago today, my brother's 13-year-old son had his second uh, COVID shot. Less than three days later, he died. Oh. That's heartbreaking. The initial autopsy... uh, Results were that his heart was enlarged and there was some fluid surrounding it. He had no known health problems, was on no medications. Holy cow. Our family is devastated. I struggled with putting this out on Twitter. I am pro-vaccine. We vaccinated my own 14-year-old as soon as it was available. I know it's mostly safe, but Jacob is dead now. Mm. Ah, That's really sad. Now, they'll... They'll probably say. Uh, That had nothing to do with it. CDC needs to investigate this. There have been other cases of myocarditis in young men receiving their second Pfizer shot. Wow. Have others died from it in the United States, or is my nephew the first? I think parents should be warned of the risk. Yeah, they should. You should know absolutely everything. That's why we tell you these things every day. Uh, Because these stories are out there, they're legitimate. And you need to factor them in. I'm not... No, None of us are saying, don't take the vaccine. Um, you know, because I'm still considering it. Stu's actually gotten it. Stu's vaccinated. Uh, he took the Johnson & Johnson shot. And so, you know, it's not like we're anti-vaxxers. No. It's just that I think you need to know all the information, and there are some weird things going on.
2: I've explained why I'm never getting it, and I'm just being <clears throat> honest. Mm -hmm. but you've got to make your own choices and you got to make your own choices for your children too. But you want to make well-informed choices. Talk to your family doctor. They know you better than anybody.
1: Exactly. Especially when it comes to vaccinating the young, because I'm not a doctor, but I don't, if I was 20, I I wouldn't get vaccinated. I wouldn't even consider it. Why? Why would I? Uh, But I don't know. It's uh, again, that's between you and your healthcare professionals. And uh, you and your maker, you're maybe saying some prayers and trying to figure it out that way.
2: Oh wait, Keith Oberman would not like to hear that.
1: No, he would not. he would, no, not, he would not appreciate
2: that take. That is um, very true. But you know, like we said, you you make your own choices, and they should be your choice. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be by force, whether by a government or a company. I think that's where a lot of people, such as yourself, kind of get. Wait a minute. Why why are you telling me I have to do this? Yeah. In and fact, don't tell me I have yeah, to, because it, then it's over. It should have been <laughs> as simple to, as, here's the vaccine. Right. Here's here's what we know about it. Yes. Talk to your doctor. If you want it, get it. If you don't, then don't. But don't do this forcing me into a guilt trip and or, or taking part of society's benefits away from me because I'm not on the same side as you. Screw you. Or make it like I'm some kind of killer if I don't oh, get vaccinated. Oh, right.
1: Thank you. Jeez. That's, I mean, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's go to Jessica in Massachusetts. Hey, Jessica, you're on the Blaze.
6: Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. I just wanna thank you for all you do. Love your show, oh, and I mostly you. agree with you on a lot of things, um, like the whole like gay pride thing. They uh-huh. celebrate the day gay marriage was made legal, and that should be about it. Like they don't need a whole month. Um, but um, when you were talking about Sesame Street and um, how um, showing married gay couples is sexualizing children, what about when they show straight couples? Like, how is that any different? Like, that's the one thing I, I think we have bigger battles to fight, and I think showing a gay married couple and they just keep it, hey, this is my two dads, isn't mm-hmm. that bad? And I don't think it's really necessarily well
2: because it's conceptual. it's out
1: of the it's out of the usual and the norm for them, and they don't understand it, and so then you're forced into that discussion, right? I mean, way before yeah, you yeah. probably want to. Whereas a man and a woman, the, the kid probably has a man and a woman as parents, and he knows what that's about. So you don't even get a discussion about that. Yeah, uh, can I? Can yeah, I just say? I would there
6: think our kids who have gay parents, so it's probably a little bit nice for them to see it occasionally mm-hmm. when they're watching. Yeah, kids shows. I just think that is one of the smaller battles to fight, and I think people get really upset about it now because there are so many bigger battles to fight on that issue. So when you see it even slightly, it sets your you know, the whole slippery slope thing in your head. And we've seen what the slippery slope has done and how it's being so thrown in our face. Right. I'd rather, I think we should concentrate on those bigger things. And two gay parents on Sesame Street, I don't think is a huge issue. One other thing, though, before Mm -hmm. you let me go. Okay. uh, I just heard that the trans um, weightlifter is actually has a testicle injury. And it might, she might not be able. To, <laughs> to <continue>. okay, yeah. <laughs> so that no. 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 It's
2: Babylon B. Is that oh okay. Babylon B is Mr. Jessica, Jessica, what are what are some? <laughs> it's good <laughs> stuff. It's funny yeah. though. What, Jessica, That's what are great. what are some <laughs> weighty topics that you would be comfortable with Sesame Street uh, discussing in your absence with your children? I think the gay parents
6: is about as far as I it to go. Like hmm. the whole trans, the whole like um, story out with drag queens—that's just ridiculous. Drag queens—it's not—it's their job. Are we going to start having prostitutes read books, yeah. or you now other sex workers read books to kids? Uh-huh. Being a, a drag queen is not a—it's a life choice. It's not right. It's not something that you have to do. It, it, there's no reason whatsoever to introduce kids to that. It's purely sexual. That's why people go to that show to watch. You know, you're not even allowed in most
1: places to go to that show if you're under 18. So I don't understand why. Yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah. All right, appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Jessica. 727 seven B E C K. So that was a uh, a Babylon B story. <laughs> yeah. About about the this weightlifter from New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> the so female, them. well, the trans man uh, woman, who's. Uh, in the weightlifting competition, sure. and uh, she has a testicle. Injury.
2: bad timing for that injury, too, <laughs> considering the Olympics are, I mean, next month. <laughs>
1: but I mean, yeah. You know, I, I wish it, you almost wish it was true. That has to that be expected. Is if, ironic, right? Because,
2: you know, there's a lot of strain when you're lifting up those yeah, weights, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sniff, sniff. <laughs> uh, you excited for the Olympics? I am. I like yeah. the Olympics. Yeah, me too. I um, love them. Yeah, you, I love them. You excited for that uh, one chick who is hoping to get up on the podium so she can burn the American flag? That really pisses me off. Wow, that's uh, that's unbelievable. Well, I know who I'm rooting against. Yeah, for sure. In the Olympics, American or uh, not?
1: Where where is that story?
2: Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was in your hand, or else I wouldn't have brought it up. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> oh, it, it's right here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's why. That one. That one. Yeah. Uh, BMX freestyle writer, Chelsea Wolf, who qualified as an alternate to represent the United States at this year's Olympic Games. Oh, okay. She's just an alternate anyway. Oh, okay. So... But wait
2: a minute. There's a bigger issue here. I didn't realize BMX racing was a, a metal... Started in 2008 as a metal sport? Yeah. I mean, I think we have a bigger yeah. discussion here than... I know. ...than just this lady.
1: Uh... She said last year that her goal was to win an Olympic medal so I can burn a U.S. flag on the podium. Wow. All right, get out. You're competing for the wrong country. Somebody who should be de- deported right there. Get out. I like it. My goal is to win the Olympics so I can burn a U.S. flag on the podium. This is what they focus on during a pandemic, hurting trans children. What?
2: What are we t- What about now?
1: That's what she said. I feel like... so she wrote on Facebook, March 25th, 2020, along with a link to a pink news story.
2: Oh, pink news.
1: About uh, the Trump administration's stance on transgender girls in female athletics. Oh,
2: so she posted this back in March of 2020. She
1: identifies as a transgender woman. She identifies as that. So does that mean Chelsea Wolf is is a biological man? competing against women. So are there
2: two? No, I think... Huh. I don't know anymore. Oh,
1: that's how she... died. It says Wolf identifies as a transgender woman. What's, what's her woman. name?
2: What's her first name? Chelsea. Chelsea Wolf. Okay.
1: Chelsea Wolf.
2: All right. <laughs> can't believe... And I'm she
1: wants that. to burn an American flag yeah, on the okay. point.
2: Chelsea Wolf, Wikipedia. First of all... Oh, that's a singer.
1: First of all... Uh, I don't think that the Olympic officials would allow you to burn. I think that would be stopped very quickly.
2: Do you? I do. To quote Jerry. I do. Well,
1: they have said uh-huh. that they're not going to tolerate a bunch of demonstrations and protests. They're not going to put up with it. So I'm hoping that would include burning a U.S. flag on the podium. Jeez, these people. I They just don't understand. They don't understand what a great country this is. Do we have some problems? Yes. Are you going to get angry about some of the stances that some people take that differ from yours? Yes. <clears throat> but you should be able to recognize the greatness of this nation anyway. It should be pretty self-evident. it should be.
2: But you read a story like that. does it make you want to let go of a few explicatives? It does
1: yes it it really does
2: but I'm not going to. No, because, that would be
1: bad. you know if I said explicatives on this oh. on this particular show right. we might we might not have a show tomorrow. Boy, so, they probably won't. They push it though, don't they? Yeah, they do
2: And it just. I, why are you competing for the United States of America? Why are you wearing the right. American flag? I guarantee you right. it's on your BMX Olympic uniform somewhere.
1: You know they allow you to perform for the country of your heritage. So like if you're mm. if you got Italian in you or you're Canadian or something you can compete for them and those are so much greater countries than United States. Go compete
2: there. <laughs> How far back can you go on that heritage
1: card? I don't know. Huh. I don't know what the rule is, but I I just know that if like uh last Olympics somebody was of Italian descent and they competed in Italy cuz they couldn't make the American team. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> seriously, think about cool. like you know, if you if you if you know your family tree, you can find a connection to pretty much anywhere in the world. You got to right. find the most obscure country that your DNA is tied to and be like, "Yo, want a hero? <laughs> I'll compete for your country, your little right? Liechtenstein and then you show up there and you mm-hmm. just that would be awesome. It would It'd be fun. Uh,
1: Also, this was tweeted out from Justine Brooks-Murray. It's a video of a contestant who spoke out at the Miss New Jersey pageant. Now, I don't think she won. No. And this might be why. (laughs) Uh
0: Uh-oh. I don't like that. Hi, Justine. Hello. What is
4: the
7: most important issue your generation is facing today and why? our generation is experiencing an epidemic of censorship and entitlement. And it's because our professors and our celebrities are teaching students to be narcissists, to believe that any view that differs (laughs) from their own is an existential threat. And this is what I experienced on my own campus with censorship to the point where people believe that speech is violence, so that they can threaten other people with violence simply because they disagree with them.
6: Very good.
3: And now your social impact pitch. Uh oh uh
7: free speech. It is listed first under the Bill of Rights for a reason. Without it, all other liberties crumble. But today we're watching free speech get hammered to the ground by the very institutions that are supposed to promote diversity of thought. Let me ask you something.
0: Uh oh no Are
7: you a student? Are you a teacher? are you a professor? The mere words, I'm offended, are now being used as an excuse to silence students, fire professors, and cancel people simply because they do not tow the popular line of thought and that's what i experienced an orwellian phenomenon dominating my own campus to the point where it got borderline violent Mm. but through the miss america organization i will promote miss new jersey as miss new jersey by empowering the voices of young women who are not afraid to stand up for what they believe in and become a voice to be reckoned with
1: Oh, um, I'm sorry. You've huh? just been disqualified from why? the competition. Why fund. did I? Bye bye. You're canceled. Just, why? Because we don't like what you're saying. Get out.
2: What? what, what I just, and don't come back. I promoted I, the I,
1: Constitution, I, I, of the I, First Amendment, <laughs> free speech. She was great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she wasn't this good. I
4: personally you know. believe who, who is, that who is? U.S. Americans are mm-hmm. unable to do so because, because uh, some. Uh, some. People out there People in our, out nation our nation don't have that, They don't and, have uh, I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Africa, South Africa and uh, the, Iraq, the Iraq, everywhere like such as. Everywhere and like such as. I believe that they should... No. Uh, should, they should our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. Should help Should help South Africa. S- the South it Africa. It should help the Iraq and the Asian the countries. The Iraq and the Asian So countries. we will be able to Time's build up. up our future.
2: <laughs> You're right. So... Justine Brooke Murray,
1: not certainly no Caitlin Upton. No, no Miss South Carolina Carolina. 2007, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, can I just say that uh, what you just saw from that contestant, Mm -hmm. Miss New Jersey, uh, uh, Justine Brooke Murray, that's probably going to be on a demo reel that she's going to send to Fox News or OANN or something like that. You'll you'll, you'll, remember that name. Yeah, you'll see her soon.
1: (laughs) That's a really good point. I'll bet you will. Well, she was really good too. She was eloquent. Yeah. She was well spoken. Yeah, I'm, she knew what she was talking about. Uh, it's refreshing.
2: It it, it's 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 shameful in America that we see a video like that, and it's refreshing to see someone praising the Constitution and this the greatest country to ever exist. But uh, those are uh, like oases. Oh, mm. That should be a word. Is that a word? Oases, oases in a desert like an oasis in the desert. Mhm. If a multiple mm-hmm. oasis, what's the what's the plural of oasis, Pat? Come on, you know this. No, I do. Really?
1: I would say oasis, probably. So, you think I'm right? It can't be oasis. Yes. right? It is oasis. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, this is kind of fun. Before we get we uh run out of time here, let's let's play the Joe Biden voter who now maybe has some regrets. <laughs> Check
4: this that out. I really thought I hated Trump when he was in office. I really did. But I'm a woman and I can admit when I'm wrong. And y'all, I was dead ass wrong. I was wrong. With what I, I, I regret it. I do. Never in a million years would I have thought I would be like, hey, let's bring Trump back. But let's bring Trump back This ain't it. I'm not feeling this. I'm not
2: feeling this at all. It's I'm going to go break down. What? You don't love him?
1: That's a good way to put it. I'm not feeling it either. I'm really not. Uh, that's really cool. I wish you would have outlined some of the things that have uh, gotten her yeah, well, upset. She had to go break down. Yeah. yeah.
2: But uh, no, she's Dang. not feeling the Joe Biden, apparently. So. Not feeling it. Hmm. Huh. huh. I love
1: how everything has an ass in the middle of it. Uh, I really, all of a sudden. It,
2: it, it emphasizes the point.
1: Yeah. I like think. you're a grown-ass man. Sure. Or you're
5: old
2: ass bum
1: in it <laughs> old ass bum in there
2: or <laughs> <laughs> whatever
5: I'm glad,
2: I'm glad i'm glad she quickly realized that joe biden's not the answer for america
1: yeah yeah you know what it is? the answer just have a cookie today just <laughs> order a cookie from Kexy dot mm. not cookie yeah. com. k-e-k-s-i
2: k-e-k S.I. dot .com. com.
1: And you'll just have deliciousness in your life. And that's the only thing that makes sense anymore.
2: So, as the world's yes. burning mm-hmm. and you're
1: looking out the window at it, you're just eating a delicious chocolate chip and you chamber, don't care anymore. Salted caramel cookie and you couldn't care less.
2: Don't do this to me, dude. Don't do, do this it. to me. Just
1: do it. You won't mm-hmm. regret it. We'll see you tomorrow back here on Pack Ray